<laughs> Is that honey mustard in your wallet? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not. It's not in a packet. It's <laughs> somehow in one of the card slots. It's just like kind of like like toothpasting it out. <laughs> you want some? Just... It's like those, the individual packets they give you at restaurants, but it's just his wallet. He's milking it for honey mustard. Where they say the movies are quite the talk of the town, but I prefer two idiots to kind of dumb things down. So settle in and here we go. It's just two idiots radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome. My name is Colin, and with me is my co-host who just broke out of an old folks' home to record this episode, Robbie. Already a hoy hoy to you! <laughs> we are just two idiots, and this is our place to talk movies, TV shows, and of course, as always, FDA-approved randomness. Thank you, the listener, right there in your home, sitting next to the fireplace. You are, I assume... Um, warm and cozy. Warm and cozy. Why Thank you, though. Crackles. <laughs> Thanks. 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 Much obliged. Much obliged. Tip my little hat to you. <laughs> Thank you for being idiot number three, Robbie. How are you doing oh, this week? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. It took me five days to watch yeah? this week's movie. <laughs> <laughs> little worn out. Yeah, it's a it's not Irishman long, but it's a you know it's yeah. it's a long one. It's as long as a big cloud, I guess. That's true. True. <laughs> that is true. True. <laughs> Don't be bad mountain dad movie big bad timeo whatever the hell they're saying. I don't know. <laughs> I. I don't cog what you spit in the <laughs> weird language. I have just like sitting next to the TV, like, huh? <laughs> I had closed captions on, and I was still like, "What the hell does this even mean?" The hell is that? They're like, they're like, "You cog, you true, true, no smoke rope around me." I'm like, "What <laughs> the hell is happening?" <laughs> and then a voodoo troll shows up, there and were, I was like, "Am I high? There were a, Am I very high?" <laughs> there were a lot of mushrooms on that island. <laughs> None of what happened to this movie was real. It's just a big long. Well, it was a, it was a movie. That's that's how that, that's how that works. No, 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 they no, didn't no. have cameras this back then, Robbie. Movies? No, no, no. Movies are real. This one though was not. Okay. My cousin Vinny was a documentary. <laughs> I um, wish the, the judicial system. The judicial yeah. system. One of the great lawmen of our time, Vincent Bag of Donuts Gambini. <laughs> Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, we're not talking about my cousin Vinny, but we are. Aww. But we're not. Um, no, we're alluding to the movie, which is in the title. But if you haven't looked at the title, um, shame on you. Shame on you yes, for not using your eyes. But if you're blindly just smacking away on your phone or your tablet or your PC, and you're just tapping away. Like a drunken Orson Welles, uh, for a podcast <laughs> for a podcast to listen to, and you've just happened across this, then I apologize. How um, lucky are you? Yes, just the treat you're in for. You're in for a big treat. You're in for a Mounds Bar of a treat. It's vintage dated. It's vintage dated. For... <laughs> I still haven't told you what we're talking about, but we're talking about the movie Cloud Atlas, the 2012. Oh. 
film of that name that I just said. <laughs> Based on the book that spawned the movie Cloud Atlas. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what, is the, what are the odds? <laughs> what a coinky dink. Uh, Sounds like something they'd say in that weird future. That true, true. That is true, true. True, true. <laughs> All aboard the weird talking train. <laughs> the guy who runs the drink cart is a weird voodoo troll. That's the only way I can describe that character of old Georgie. Old Georgie. Yeah, I um what? I didn't know what the, <laughs> I didn't know what he was the first time and I don't know what he is this time. Uh this is I'm assuming this is your first time watching this. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I remember when I saw the previews when it first came out and I was like that looks real weird, but interesting. And then when I finished it, I'm like, that was real weird, but interesting. That's good. Accurate. Very yeah. Accurate. Uh, yeah, I saw it a couple of years ago, and I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> and this is the second time I've seen it, and I, I did like it a lot more the second time. Oop, threw you for a loop there. You thought I was going to say I liked it a lot. I just said I liked it more. So, hey. Ooh, improvement. That is true, true. <laughs> True, true. <laughs> is that Dr. House? On the horizon? No, I thought it was Dr. House. What I guess not. Damn it. <laughs> he has passed on by the station. That After guy. Slinging train. some insults at us. He's a doctor, but he's a train. I say choo-choo. <laughs> <laughs> That's when he's consulting a person that is choking on food. That's the <laughs> advice that he gives them. What's the matter with you? You know you should choo-choo. Dr. House! <laughs> the, the, There's a title pop, screen. That's I was going to say, like Popeye does. He's like, <laughs> I may be it's a like doctor, the, but I'm also a train. I'm Dr. Like, house. I'm not a house, but maybe. Well, for the engineer, maybe I am, I guess. Unless <laughs> I got a living quarters. But sometimes, that's not attached to me permanently. Um, <laughs> yeah, Dr. House. And he rolls away. <laughs> <laughs> carries a can of spinach and just kind of sets it on a table and walks out. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want me to do with this? I don't I don't have a can opener. I don't have hands. <laughs> I'm a train. I just got wheels. How did I even bring it in here? <laughs> Talk to me when you got a penny that you can throw on the tracks. <laughs> <laughs> Flatten that sucker out. <laughs> Isn't it funny how back in the day that was like the train was the center of everyone's entertainment? They're like, yeah. you want to go set some pennies on a train? Okay. Then we can throw rocks at a train. Okay. Hey. Then we can run along the train tracks. Okay. And then in 40 years, you can spray paint the train or something. Yeah. What's the, the corn dog? Corn dog the spray paint artist. <laughs> you said that. What? You said that. <laughs> corn dog the spray paint artist. Oh my gosh. I a couple episodes it. ago, we were talking about trains, as one does on a movie podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you said there was a graffiti artist named Corndog. Like, thanks, yeah. Corndog, for the beautiful glitter graffiti on the side of the red locomotive. Someone's street really, name's Corndog. Uh, Corndog. <laughs> Yep, and it's send actually us an record. email about it. I don't remember any of this. 
I, I don't remember most of our podcasts. That's why you make references. Wow. You're like, we're last week we talked about my cousin Vinny. I'm like, he sounds like a nice fella. Okay, can't wait to listen <laughs> no, to that no, one. No, 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 it's a movie. <laughs> it's not real. Movies uh-huh. are real, and movies are <laughs> real. <laughs> They're on a real. Hey, so Cloud <laughs> Atlas. <laughs> yes, we've got a kind of an all-star cast here. And yes. by that, there are like five Tom actors Hanks. in this entire movie. Yeah, really. <laughs> and three are speaking famous. Of, speaking of Tom Hanks and roles that he's played in movies, not actual roles, because that would be outrageous. Um, Biscuit Man. Biscuit Man. The, <laughs> he's out there before your food, he is, that guy. <laughs> he's a bit of a stale chap. <laughs> Don't try to butter he's... him up. Oh, I think you're on a roll. Call me butter because my cholesterol's dangerously high. <laughs> oh my God, I can feel my heartbeat. <laughs> Brother-in-law's the Big Daddy Blue, the man who sweats syrup. <laughs> Why you sweating syrup, Big Daddy Blue? <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I ain't as unhealthy as my cousin Butterman. Oh, don't go bringing that up again. <laughs> I'm just trying. <laughs> They're always like this amorphous blob. <laughs> He's got to start every sentence with whale. <laughs> Rule number one. If you're from the South, you start every sentence with whale. People in the South are listening to this and like, well, that's not entirely true. That's oh, not son true of a bitch. No. Well, I guess Another I was hat wrong. down, it bounces back up. Fires a gun into the air. We got ourselves a, we got ourselves a teeny Houdini. <laughs> Let me go get the baby cuffs. Now, why does that only happen when nobody's looking? <laughs> <laughs> this is Simpsons reference. Um, Everything is. <laughs> I have a, uh, a casting movie role question related to Tom Hanks for you to ponder. And we I think we need to break this down. Okay. Uh, the question I've thought of after doing some thinking and wandering, thinking about Tom Hanks as I normally do, is... <laughs> Why is Tom Hanks a boat captain in almost every role he is in? <laughs> or I noticed. I dare you to think of more than just a few roles where he's not a boat captain. I mean, even if he's not a boat captain, there's a lot of them. he spends time on a boat. Yeah. Like he's in that one movie with Tom Cruise where they're both themselves and they're on a cruise ship and it's called Tom Cruise. <laughs> Yeah, but there's no plot. Maybe I just made that up. It's just Tom Hanks walking around being nice to people while Tom Cruise throws his feces in the air and is just like, (laughs) well, it's we're like Tom Hanks is being nice to people and Tom Cruise is being aggressively nice to people. (laughs) (laughs) I have to be the best at being nice to everyone. Tom Hanks is just like, hey, buddy, get away. Hey. Go to the bar. Yeah, like, and he has the worst luck on planes too. Because in this, yes, which are he just blows up on a plane. That's true. He <laughs> it's does. like let me go through some. Let me let me let me let me let me, let me read through some mm. of these these listings here. So we've got Saving Private Ryan. He's on a boat. He's captain, and he's on a boat. At the beginning, Captain Phillips, boat. But is he a captain in that? <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, there's that new movie, Greyhound, where he, it's like a World War II movie where he's a boat captain. Yeah. Uh-huh. Solely. The plane lands in water, so I'm going to call that a boat. Isn't that what a boat really is, though? That's true. I think. What is a boat? <laughs> when, you, when you think about it. 
It's really just a plane that lands on water. Right. Without the wings. The wings are underwater to help it steer, I suppose. They're Maybe water they're just wings. too heavy and they can't... Yeah, the water wings. Uh, we've got Polar Express. Uh, the train goes on the ice and in the water, I think, at one point. Yes. And what is a train if not a boat? And what is ice if not rails? water? Just cold. <laughs> it's hard water. Right. It's the Sprite version of water. <laughs> Damn, that water crispy. <laughs> uh, uh, we've got, next, we've got Apollo 13, which is a space boat. Yes. Uh, a league of their own. Uh, stadiums are shaped like bowls, which are shaped like boats. Yes, and so I'm going to count that. At one point, he drinks Coke, and one of the ingredients in Coke is water. <laughs> it's water. <laughs> so, if that doesn't make him a, a boat captain, I don't know what boat does. Captain, I don't know what does. <laughs> Maybe I don't know what a boat is. But <laughs> um, obviously, we've got Castaway, so he's captain of his own little boat. Yeah, his little. I'm not going to count Porter Wilson as a raft. captain because he falls out and he's a ball. He's a mutineer. That's right. <laughs> Um, I guess he was an executive producer on Evan Almighty, so that's about a big boat. And uh, an executive producer is a captain? A captain of a captain of boats. And yeah. Is an ARCA boat, though? Yes. <sighs> yes. <laughs> sure. Uh, and then the last one I have is a movie called A Boatiful Day in the Neighborhood, where he plays Mr. <laughs> Rogers on a boat. You forgot the most important one. What's that? Forrest Gump. Oh, yeah. What the hell? He's a real shrimp boat What the captain. hell's wrong with me? I love that movie. Yeah. I didn't even write it down. And Sleepless in Seattle. Seattle's basically he... a boat, if it were a city. Well, he crashes a boat into the Space Needle, probably. <laughs> in the air, though. <laughs> what is the Space Needle if not, a, not boat? a boat? Oh, my God. <laughs> I think we're onto something. We're geniuses. This is some sort of Illuminati conspiracy or something. He's on an island in this movie, and what is an island if not a land boat? It's a big land boat. So, watch out, Hollywood elitists and underground boat uh, sympathizers, I guess. We got you. Got you pegged. Here comes Aha. Tom Hanks. And you won't know what to do with all those tossed salads toss salad and, scrambled, and eggs. scrambled eggs. They're calling oh again. Scrambled Thank you. <laughs> So yeah, we've got this film kind of broken up into different storylines about how people are the same yeah, people. Um, repeat actors. <laughs> Where people are played by the same actors. That's what the story This movie is the exact same about. story over and over again with zero changes. That's why it's so long, because it's a 30-minute film seven times. <laughs> Just edited slightly different. Do you like movies? Yeah. Do you like one movie? Yeah. Do you like seven movies? Uh, sure. <laughs> How about all those in one? It seems like no, a long thanks. movie. Well, Here you go. <laughs> do you like uh, Tom Hanks? Boy, do I. Do you <laughs> like Tom Hanks? Yeah. Do you like Tom Hanks? I think I just said, yeah. do you? <laughs> do you like Tom huh? Hanks? <laughs> Shoves you in the chest. Do you? <laughs> well, here he is with big teeth. Oh my god, he's got Gary Busey teeth. They're so big. And it's the first time we see him on the screen, too. It's like, ah! Ah, jeez! Sucker's got their own area code. He looks like he just bit a piano. <laughs> I thought he looked like Colonel Mustard. 
Holy <laughs> crap, he did. He needed one of those big guns stick. with the horn on the end, you know? <laughs> like the dude from Jumanji. <laughs> He's like, oh, I just killed me an elephant with fish gone. <laughs> I, I forgot my teeth. <laughs> Took it right out of the elephant's mouth, I did. Put it right in me mouth. <laughs> oh, Tom Hanks. Yeah, if, if there's anywhere where Tom Hanks could show, like, just wacky, weird roles in, like, his kind of range... This is a movie to do that, I suppose. Yeah, but they were weird. <laughs> I think my favorite one that he did is the, um, like the author, yes, the really Irish author guy. Because I was like, what the hell? I didn't totally forgot that about first. that role. Like it, it blindsided me, and I was like, oh my gosh, that is Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing a guy <laughs> off the building. Uh. I uh, I was sitting there in the movie, and I was like. I know that guy. Not Tom Hanks, obviously. I'm like, I know that guy. <laughs> he looks, he looks like, like Tom the guy Hanks. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> All these actors look familiar. I can't tell them uh, apart. The guy he throws out the, off the balcony. Yeah. I was like, man, I know that guy from somewhere. Um, apparently, it is like the rebel leader from uh, Rogue One that like really? lectures Jin Erso or whatever. He's... I had to look it up. I couldn't I, remember it on my own. I don't remember that movie well enough to place him. Okay. Well, we're watching it. Maybe point, so. when they throw him off a building in Rogue One and he splatters all over the place, <laughs> I'll recognize him. I'll be like, that's the guy. He looks like spaghetti. Oh, now I see I it. didn't recognize him till part of him was on that car next to where he landed. <laughs> he did. He splattered. That was one uh, that when it happened, I was like, oh, damn. I love Tom Hanks in this because... Like, he puts on this persona where you're like, wow, Tom Hanks, he's such a nice guy, and I think that he is. But also, yeah. I think he's probably just a little insane. <laughs> and he just lets that and come that... out in this movie. Yes, he does. <laughs> and I'm like, I like it. <laughs> he's like, he's like giving that guy the poison on the ship, you know? He's like, he's like just kind of like looking at his lips. I'm like, I'm like, stop making all those noises. Good. God, I'm like they're always sweating. What the hell? Yeah, I've got a quote about the one of the directors on this. They say we didn't even ask Tom to throw Steve off the roof. He just did it, but the cameras were rolling the whole time. <laughs> Thank God we left the cameras. He just rolling. showed up on set, gained 200 pounds with his head shaved, and started throwing people off the building. <laughs> Cursing about his money—that was his salary, you know. That's what he was talking about. That's how he negotiates that, Tom. <laughs> Uh, so we had a bunch of different stories and, and that one was probably my favorite because it, it was all over the place. I loved it. But what was your favorite segment or life cycle of this? Um, I'm tempted to agree with you, but I don't like doing that because, because I hate you, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I, I really did like the, like the prison escape yes. sort of thing, like for the old people escaping <laughs> from the nursing home. I thought that I thought that could almost be like its own movie, yeah, in itself. And I would watch it just yep. because, like, I love Jim Broadbent and a lot of the stuff that he's in. Holy crap, because he's he, so good in this. He's like if like a real, he's like a real life version of a character from Wallace and Gromit. Yes, yes. <laughs> what if all the characters in Britain comedy? Came together as one, and it's me. <laughs> but he had something you didn't have. What's a that? great big bushy beard. 
I just had to quote that. Out of the, uh, uh, but, as soon as I see him in every yeah. movie, I'm like, oh, yes. Even though he was in that trash pile kingdom of the crystal skull, I was like, oh, yes. Oh, right. Yeah. Right, 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 right. <laughs> about that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> various words repeated over time. Um, yeah, I love it because he's always, his eyes are always just so wide open. <laughs> he, he's, he's really great with his facial animations. Um, yeah, I like that timeline. I do really like the, yeah, man, this is tough. I really like the, like the post-apocalyptic yes. world. I think that's kind of fascinating, even though, what are they saying? <laughs> it does help the second time around. Cause like, I knew it was coming. Yeah. So I was like, got to focus when they're talking so you can understand what they're saying. I, I also will say the closed captions did help. There were maybe two or three small parts that I legit didn't know what they're saying, but the rest of it I got pretty well because I could read the nonsense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, it's like a dumbed-down version of the English that we don't do speak. Yeah, so um, I word but... puke word speak. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> There's like a lot of cognates, you know, and most stuff. It's almost like if you stop focusing on it too hard, like you could kind of just get it. Like your brain would just process yeah. it, but I'm not answering your question, I guess, but I like, I like that one, but I also do really like the Neo soul sort of thing. Really? Cause I like that whole world building and that, that uh, design, the set design and that all the costuming I thought was really cool. And I thought it was a fun version, like cool version of like a, cyberpunk kind of future yeah um that contained one of the few scenes in cinema history where while i was sitting on my couch i actually shot up out of my seat and went ah and that was when they uh put the meat hooks in their ankles oh when that came up i like collapsed (laughs) i crumpled and i I had to pause it and it took me a minute to get over that I, I hated it so much. Because uh, it's like so quick. I was like, oh, they just killed him. What is, what's on him? Oh! <laughs> yeah, yeah, it got oh. me this time too. I don't remember that from the first oh, viewing. But... It... And then they drag, they drag uh, by it. It makes me not, lightheaded. No, 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 no. Good <laughs> <laughs> It's, yeah, not, not pleasant. Um <laughs> It definitely has like the most um, similarities to the Matrix. That, oh yeah, that uh, little portion. Why but, are you um, mentioning the Matrix, Colin? I like it, <laughs> and it's a good movie. Uh, no, it's yeah, the same directors, the Wachowskis. Lord help me, I'm gonna get their names wrong now. Mike, because I think at the time, no, at the time of this movie, it was Lily and Andy Wachowski, and I don't remember what. Andy Wachowski goes by at this current moment. That's what the Google is for. I'm giving up on it. (laughs) I have given up. Uh, Oh, Lana and Lana and Lily Wachowski. There we go. Ha ha! Solved the mystery. (laughs) Yes, they directed the Matrix and they did. Yeah, you could. That's all. (laughs) Yeah, I, I see those similarities now. Looking back on the Neo Soul. Um, what are your thoughts on the prosthetics in this segment? And then we'll go to the whole movie, but this segment. Oh, here. oh, yeah, just this one. Um, mm-hmm. well, you're just going right at it, aren't you? Um, <laughs> I am, I am, because I'm not gonna lie. I was very uncomfortable with it. I was like, I don't know if you're allowed to do that. 
allowed. <laughs> I know, like I just saw it happen. I was like, oh my, I think you just broke it's, some rules. <laughs> yeah, it's um you know, it's something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming well they did this just because they wanted the same actors portraying these characters throughout all these different eras and time frames. So like I can understand it mm. from that that kind of standpoint of why they chose to do it. But yeah, yeah it does it does just kind of seem odd. Yeah, <laughs> it's so weird. Because I, I'm the same way I get it. They want to show that, you know, with uh, the, I don't know, the soul is different races and ethnicities and times and places and all that. That's a pretty cool concept. But I think just seeing it, actually seeing it being done, it's like, man, I don't know what is happening here. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, and it goes... It goes kind of both ways because later we've got um, uh, her name is Duna Bay. She plays the um, oh lord, what's her name? Uh, Sun Me four fifty one yes. in the uh, Neo Soul timeline, and she plays oh the doctor who's getting poisoned. His wife. Yeah. If it's not Tom Hanks or Halle Berry or Jim Broadbent or Hugo Weaving, I don't know their names. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you don't know my favorite odd casting in this movie was uh, like weird oh, character playing another character was i think i know exactly who you're going to talk about and it's my ripest of gripes is it hugh grant maybe no, no? oh okay it's no it's halle berry as like this like fu manchu android doctor whoa like this man doctor <gasps> dr man doctor oh that's yeah right. she played that's halle berry yeah holy crap i totally thought I thought that was somebody else. I don't remember who I thought it was. I probably thought it was Hugh Grant. <laughs> <laughs> Hugh Grant playing another weird old character. Yeah. Ah. Uh, what was the thing about Hugh Grant? So, <laughs> I was getting really annoyed because they kept having him play people with, I guess, an American accent. But he kept yeah. he kept messing it up. And so he was <laughs> like, when he first is, got the neck beard, you know, the American colonist, and he's... He's very much so enunciates. Oh, right, it, yeah. It, it kind of reminds me of when Christian Bale does an American accent. It's it's very enunciated like that. He was on the phone. It was actually the scene I have right here. He bombs his American accent multiple times to the point that I was unsure if one of his characters was American or English. And it's the one from the journalist arc. And he answers okay. the phone. And he's like, damn it, Joe. What is it you are doing around here? Like, it was like... It, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. It was yeah. so bad. It was worse right. than what I just did. I... That's funny because I feel like I would have noticed something like that, and I just yeah. I didn't. He was like, "Hey, didn't Joe, ever pick up on it." And then God Save the Queen just started blaring out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Union Jack <laughs> flying behind him. His head shoots up into one of those Buckingham dun, dun, Palace helmets. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I'd rather see him wearing one of those big furry helmets than him in like old makeup in that one the the 2012 timeline with the old guy escaping the nursing home. Wait, who is he in that? Oh, that's right. He, he was the brother. His, he plays Bro Jim Broadbent's brother. Yeah. They, he was kind of a spooky looking one. The, like, like, this movie is like kind of hit or miss, I think, where at times I think the makeup and the prosthetics is really impressive. Yeah. Where, like, you won't recognize an actor and it looks good. And other times, like, yeah, Hugh Grant playing that old guy. And I was like, it just looks like you're wearing, a, like, an old Ronald Reagan mask. No, like, the, the lips were not organic by any stretch of the imagination. He's like, like I'm going to put you in a nursing home. 
Oh, Mike. He looks like a turtle in a human costume. He looks like Mitch McConnell. He like an old brick. <laughs> but the other ones were very good in that journal story. I can't remember any of the characters' names, but he's the guy that Hugo Weaving just pops his dome. He's got all the documents for Halle Berry. They get stuck in the uh, elevator. Those prospects um, were um, solid. Um, James Darcy. There you go. He plays, uh, what's his name? Sexsmith. Sixsmith. Rufus Sixsmith. Yes. Seven-Face Rufy. He had very good prosthetics for that segment. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it helps he's like playing an older version of his previous character, I guess. Yeah, but... it's not like a completely different person. It's just him older. Just older him. <laughs> which, I think that's the... Is that the only character that like is in two different storytelling... I think... Story times. Two different story times. I think so. I think it is. Yeah. I'm going to say it is. I'm just going to make an executive decision and go, yep. You heard it here first, is, folks. Is the true true. And last, because it's over after this. <laughs> Closing that door. It's closed. So, this is uh, somewhat related to that. Speaking of our casting and in and, and this movie, you know, since we're talking about this movie, I figured yes. I would ask a question related to this movie instead of a different one. So. Ooh. Okay. Since we've got kind of an all-star cast, who do you think would be a good actor to insert into this film who would really benefit its cast? I just made me think of Lance Reddick for no particular reason, but... Uh, oh my gosh, he'd be great in that. <laughs> I heard you making a movie. Can I be in it? Put me in it. He, no, no, he wouldn't ask. He would say, put me in it. I'm in your movie. Okay. <laughs> he just walks on the set and they're like... Is Lance Reddick doing here? Is that, he just spins on his heels. I'm in this movie now. Is that, is that Steel Rod? I think that's Steel Rod. <laughs> I think that's Steel Rod, Lance Reddick. Don't you forget it. I, he's like, I can hear you. Steel Rod will break your ankles. <laughs> I love his appearance on the Eric Andre show. <laughs> I was just thinking about that. You need a new desk. He's just like... Doo. He comes out. I wish I were LeVar Burton. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I like to believe that like Eric Andre wasn't in on that part. Oh yeah, because he had like pure fear in his face when he punches <laughs> Just... the desk. <laughs> Need a new disc. I would be too, even if I was in on it. Yeah, Just I mean we we could monster... rehearse it a hundred times, and I still would have peed a little. <laughs> um. <laughs> no, I. I think I just love the cast in this a lot. Um, just all around. Yeah. Uh, I love Keith David. I think he's a great actor. He's got that silky smooth, that deep baritone, it's going to relax yeah. you into a nice REM cycle sleep voice. He's actually got a nickname. It's Silverthroat. Is that it? <laughs> really? No, really. He does. Yeah. <laughs> no, really. <laughs> I'm not making it up. <laughs> You're just talking about Lance Reddick being named Steel, Steel Rod, Rod, so I don't know what the hell's going on. S- Steel Rod and Silverthroat. That sounds like a weird Bond villain. It's like Goldfinger's cousin. You can't. He's just drinking mercury out of um, thermometers. Just suck on All right, all right. Bond names with with elements in the title. Go. Okay. Um, well, you go. You just watch. You want me to go. Just watch me go. Aluminum eyes. <laughs> Jaws, but with a different metal. 
Just, who's this? Mouth. <laughs> you mean Jaws? <laughs> no, he's he's like Jaws, but he's cheaper. <laughs> it's just made of wood. He's like George Washington. <laughs> I don't know. Is, is Boron an element? There's just a guy that's so. just like, hello, Mr. Bond. I'm Mr. Boron. Is it a... Uh... Today, oh, man. Ben Stein. Mask. Ben Stein. There you go. I bet you'd like to steal my money. Hey, look. I think you've. Looks like you've been up for a while because your eyes are so red. Would you like some clear eyes? Here, <laughs> let me demonstrate what it does with this beach ball. <laughs> and then Bond is on the floor, like, asleep. And then he wins, I guess. They take him to supervillain jail. But the jail that the supervillains have, not jails for supervillains, because supervillain one. They don't go to jail when they win. No, he's taking Bond to their supervillain jail. Well, I know that. I, so I said they don't go to jail when they win. They take Bond to jail when they win. But. Yeah, I know. But. But. <laughs> but. Bond uh, in jail. Uh, they, they, uh, uh, they. Oh, how about. Uh, here's a supervillain Bond one with an element the name. Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> Just him, the actor. <laughs> Every time Bond tries to get him to reveal his master plan, he's like, well, at least tell me where you're hiding the diamonds. Ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, I'm not going to be revealing anything uh, via monologue. Ah, oh, ah, uh, ah. Uh, uh. <laughs> Don't make me ah uh, get the melt stick. Huh? <laughs> expect me to talk? No, ah, uh, 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 I, I, I expect you to melt. Uh, uh. Uh, Uh, I'd put I'd put uh, old Goldie Bloomy in this movie. I'd have him play every role. <laughs> it would be a one man show, and it would be glorious. It'd be called Cloud Ah Atlas. <laughs> <laughs> Cloud Ah Atlas. Because you man, I mean, he had a lot of prosthetics in The Fly, but it was like to make him look like a monster. But like, he did. Yeah, I mean, they had to put prosthetics on him <laughs> to make him look like a human because in reality, he's a giant fly monster. <laughs> he's a giant colored pile of mashed potatoes. <laughs> He's the butter man or whatever the hell he said. I will say, I think my favorite cast casting or like different role in this movie has to be um, Hugh Grant as the Kona yeah. chief of the Big Bad Scolds, Baron Seminai yeah. group cannibals, whatever the hell He's definitely are. spooky looking. One, you can't recognize him, too. It's just like, holy shit, that guy scares the shit out of me. <laughs> I know, he's terrifying. Like, that's Hugh Grant? That's the guy that's in all the rom-coms that I hate? Yeah, Notting Hill? That's the guy that's just frustratingly, like, Britishly polite? He's the like, British version of John Cusack. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I actually just talked about him today because I was like, I think I want to put... I was like, you know, he needs to be on the list of celebrities that I hate for no reason. Uh, and he is now. Oh, yeah. I, put the, I put him on there. But I like him in this movie. Darn it. I like him as that character in this movie, and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I still don't care for him just randomly popping out, in and out of accents. And I'm like, what are you, Liam Neeson in episode one? Big R fish. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I guess he doesn't talk like in the... Uh... Post-apocalyptic times, like, hey, what's all up? What's all this in? <laughs> I'm gonna eat your feet. How about it? Ah, yeah. The only thing he does, is he screams. I guess when Tom Hanks is sawing away his throat, uh, I suppose. Yeah. Why did the lady tell him not to cut his throat? 
I don't know. I don't, that, you could ask a ton of questions about this movie. Um, That's the main one that I have. I was like, why? solve all your problems. So I don't see why not. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was just like, what was he supposed to do? Just like, just just let them all go. And then they hunt That's them true. down that, later this, on. That is kind of one of like the little plot threads that's left dangling. It's like, I don't know exactly why she told him not to. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe just because it's a, well, it's, I mean, obviously it's a bad thing to do. I mean, so, so is eating people, so. <laughs> I take Make care of the squirrels in my yard. <laughs> Don't bring up the squirrels. <laughs> Moving on. Um, <laughs> um, so, what the hell is old Georgie? Do you do you have any theories? Do you understand? Did you get it? <laughs> is there think... anything to get? <laughs> See, I was hoping that it would be kind of explained. Uh, the moment when you think Tom Hanks is going to kill Halle Berry when they're in the computer room, the... is what I'll call it. <laughs> in the computer lab. <laughs> but... You know that because um, freaking, um... oh my God, I just threw a blank. Richard Sean Connery. Iron. Sean Connery's oh. behind them going, computer room. <laughs> just pointing I wish out. that he would show up and point at old George and tell us what the hell he was. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, villain and lee's like no that's not no. enough we need more let's well, say I, more i was waiting for it to be that he was at the top of that mountain and he was gonna stop him but it's like so is tom hanks's character here insane what 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 is what is it what? I, yeah i don't know you don't know if other people see him or what but yeah it's probably just like a just a physical manifestation of his inner demon i guess i guess you I know just, it's like consciousness I'm going to keep calling him the voodoo troll. There's yeah, Baron Semedi. Zombie Baron Semedi. <laughs> There's a um, lot of Baron Semedi in this. <laughs> yeah, there, there really is. Um, yes. That's kind of what I thought. I don't know. The first time I saw it, I was like, I have no idea what that is. Yeah. I mean, it's just weird Cajun um, freaking. <laughs> it's Hugo Weaving, isn't it? Hugo Weaving. Yeah. And yet yeah, yeah. that's not even the scariest character that Hugo Weaving plays in this movie. Hugo Weaving could just play himself. I'd be like, duh! It was the nurse. Oh my god. The nurse was horrifying. Jesus. Yeah, the nurse should have like shown up to him and be like, kill her! Like, oh god. You're only really doing this because you want to bugger her, don't you? And then he does. He's like a nurse that's like six foot five and like built like a truck. Just like... The scariest face. I was just saying because Hugo like, Weaving is and terrifying. I, I like Hugo Weaving a lot. Don't get me wrong, but he's not, I guess, what you'd call attractive. An attractive <laughs> man. <laughs> he's not hideous, but you look at him and it's like you meet him on the street and you're like, that guy's a villain. It's like, but no, he's just a guy. Yeah, no, he's a villain. He's plotting something right now. And he's he's definitely not playing any sort of woman that I want to deal with at all. <laughs> I was glad that they tried that, though, in the more humorous of the storyline yeah. because it, it made it more enjoyable. I think that if they tried to put that in a different one, I'm like, this is ridiculous. I, again, I love that subplot or that like that little part of the movie. Yeah. One, I think it, part of it, the big part is Jim Broadbent. Oh, yeah. I think I will watch any movie with him in it. <laughs> Just like an old person jailbreak movie. Like, that'd be fantastic. That would be perfect like, standalone, yeah. 
they were fighting over pudding. I was like, I can get more of that. You can't get any more ready pudding! And then he's like, it's not pudding! You Alzheimer's idiot! <laughs> They've even got like a good little ensemble cast just in this little oh, part of yes. the movie. Because they've got the one guy that... What do, you, what do you call him? Like the parrot or something? Yeah. <laughs> like, I know! I know! I know. Oh, I, I felt so bad. I thought they were going to leave him behind. He... Can I come to... <laughs> Help! <laughs> I like how they they pit the uh, what is it the xenophobia between British and Scottish in that scene right there. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question. It happened so quickly. Yes. Did he smash someone's head with the barrel, or did he break the barrel over their head? I think he broke the bar. Let me try that again. I think he broke the barrel over the head. Okay, that was a... I don't think he killed someone. That's what I was wondering. Like, it just happened I don't know what the hell was in it, but... Yeah. I was like, either he collapsed their skull with a barrel, (laughs) or he just broke it. I'm going with collapse their skull. (laughs) That whole scene was, like, very reminiscent of, like, Hot Fuzz, or... uh... Yes. (laughs) Like, even the camera, like, work that they had going, because, like... The guy gets punched in the face and like it, it, the camera follows his like tooth flying across the room <laughs> and then it lands into a the beer. Uh, a pint of beer as like Jim Broadbent is like wide eyed staring <laughs> at it the whole way. And I'm like, this is exactly like something that um oh what's the director's name? Edgar Wright. Yes, Cornetto. Would do. Uh even the setting and then like um the guy that plays like the sick doctor plays like that really like that tough guy, like Scottish guy in the bar or whatever. Oh, yeah. Irish or... He's like, whoa. And he's got like this really yeah. wide eye. Just like... Yeah, he's the one that breaks the barrel over her head or smashes her head or who knows. Probably smashes her head. <laughs> I mean, if it's that lady, that she's not dying because of a barrel. I mean, she might. She's got a... She's got a stern... If she's got a stern look like Hugo Weaving, then no. <laughs> she's just... She's going to stare at it and it's going to stop in midair. <laughs> Um, speaking of the old, the old guy, did you realize, and I didn't realize this till afterwards, that the, the old folks home that they're in is the same home of the composer guy that, uh, writes the, um, what's it called? Cloud Atlas. Cloud Atlas Sextet. Really? It's the same building. I did not know that. That's pretty cool. Which brings up another, so I talked, and then I talked earlier about the only character that is in two different timelines, and it's the same character, was james darcy's character but yeah um jim Bar- uh, jim broadbent also plays two different characters that could potentially overlap because the like i just talked to the composer timeline or whatever is like 1936 i think i read mm-hmm. and then that's played by jim broadbent and then the old guy who ends up in the old folks home is also jim broadbent but he's i don't know what 70s 80s something yeah <laughs> so he would have been alive as older jim broadbent the composer was alive and i was like well, what is that allowed ah uh, yeah i don't think it's allowed i don't think that's allowed because it's the movie is kind of a reincarnation story in a way yeah i don't know yeah or just like i don't know <laughs> i tried just a second there and gave up immediately speaking of the reincarnation thing i've got a lot of questions for this movie because it is pretty complex but none of them are complex questions. Um, okay. So, if... What is a boat? 
Uh, well, why don't you go ahead and answer it? Since you know the question, you must know the answer. <laughs> what is a boat, if not a seven-part story about humanity? Also, it's in water, I guess. It's it's a... Or the air? Why not fire? What Ooh. is a boat, if not fire? <laughs> if not fire. Yeah, on to the next storyline that we already covered a little bit. Uh you had mentioned that your favorite storyline is either the said like tragedy things, of yeah. Mr. Cavendish or the post-apocalyptic one. Yes. Those are my favorite as well. Those are my top two. Um, I have to say that I think my least favorite is probably the journalist yeah. story. That one just kind of like... On the boat? Like, eh. Oh, on the boat. Look at boat. On the boat. The boat. Know, the slave ship? one or Halle Berry's no no I enjoyed it Halle Berry's journal story oh. with the uh, uh, Hugo Weaving as the assassin and the government conspiracies and all that didn't like you don't like a good 70s cop thriller maybe That's what if exactly okay what, what if though when they were doing Ooh. a car chase they were they're in San Francisco and they were going over the bumps you know and they were catching air and then they had the Ooh, would that have made it better yes. dun, 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 dun. that would have made it much better <laughs> Dun, 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 dun. Just have, uh, Samuel Jackson show up for good measure and playing Shaft. Shaft. They get the little spinny one light on the top. It goes, puts it on the top. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Shaft. I can't think of any other '70s detective tropes. Columbo that's, just would have showed up, need. I guess. Oh, and one more thing. One of my eyes is facing the wrong way. <laughs> Solve that mystery. <laughs> I got this cigar, but I never smoke it. Just, but you. Just, but I look like I just took a bite of an orange. <laughs> I'm a dime store Robert De Niro. That's true. And Joe Pesci <laughs> combined together. <laughs> if only he laughed like Ray Liotta. Oh my! <laughs> God, imagine Ray Liotta playing the Joker. Oh my gosh, that'd be awful. I just peed a little bit thinking about it. <laughs> Oh, boy. You're like, oh, is it out of excitement? Fear? A little bit of both, actually. Yeah, it's a little bit of everything. It's because you, you don't know what he's laughing at. No. Or if he's sarcastically laughing. Mm-mm. He's, he's just scary. He's a big, scary man, that guy. <laughs> I definitely not putting him on the list of celebrities I hate for no reason, because he'd find it. <laughs> oh, he'd find it. I bet he's terrifying in real life. <laughs> Speaking of actors, I read that apparently Tom Hanks claims that this is one of the few films of his own that he actually likes to rewatch. So how about uh, that? I don't know how I feel about that. One of the few movies. I like this movie okay, but this has got to be one of his worst movies just because his other movies are so great. But he rewatches this one. Yeah, they set in the bar high. They, yeah, as I was say, it's, it's not a terrible movie. It's just that his other films are practically master yes the citizen kane of movies <laughs> is that good if they who knows if they gave who awards knows? for movie making i bet tom hanks would get a lot of them like they'd call it an oscar or a, an academia award of sorts yeah i didn't catch this because i didn't read the title of the movie on screen <laughs> and not you're like oh cloud atlas no 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 the um, apparently in the Neo-Soul timeline, uh, they watch a movie which is an adaptation of the 2012 plot, not the movie 2012, oh, which, oof. 
Um, but it's called The Ghastly Ordeal of Timothy Cavendish, which is the old guy in the nursing Correct. home. And that's who Tom Hanks plays in that. I didn't catch that oh, yeah. the first time because I, I didn't read it. They make a, a little joke about that when he's writing the book. And he, he says something like, if they ever make a movie version of this story, I would like to be played by. And I can't remember who he says, but it's like something really. It's like a mixture of Laurence Olivier and Michael Caine. Yes, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck, that's a good old day. And what more, more Lawrence um, Olivier sounds like. Hi, <laughs> I'm Lawrence Olivier. <laughs> that's just how it sounds like he would talk. It's would you movie. like me to be in your movie? <laughs> it's like Matt Berry. Um, yes. <laughs> Father? <laughs> <laughs> well, two things regarding that. Uh, one, okay. Tom Hanks, uh, as that character, reminded me of Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> and two you said they were watching a 2012 version of it and I, I assume that you did mean the film 2012 and you're referring to the part where they <laughs> cut all the heads off of the uh, the replicants or whatever they might be and I'm like ah oh, this is essentially the same entertainment value as 2012 the movie <laughs> yes oh my gosh I forgot I made a note um, regarding 2012 the actual movie yeah. the, 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 the movie's a loose term um, it's a Progression of still images that create moving pictures that vaguely represent a story, I and suppose, may of vomiting. humans. Yeah. Um, I laughed out loud when they were trying to start the Land Rover and escape from the old folks' home, and they couldn't. They're like, what does this do? There's no key or whatever. And I was like, engine. maybe you're supposed to say really calmly in Russian, engine on, or whatever he says. Engine. Start. <laughs> And then the old guy comes out and he goes, they're leaving without me. Oh, they're leaving. Oh, I hope I don't plummet to my death. <laughs> if you look closely in the distance, pounding against the top window of the nursing home, you can see the Russian guy going, my children are fat. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Speaking of 2012, you know what that makes me? Hungry. <laughs> a little bit uh hungry a little bit angry hangry i guess as you could say but that leads us to our next segment it's time for angry words from angry nerds all right i'll, st- I'll start with my my i'll go first uh okay. yours watch me go this first one here is from sci-fi.com and a rating of Ooh. 1.5 out of 4. The hell? Yeah. <laughs> 4? Out of 4 is such a strange thing, but on top of that, what? they do 1.5 out of 4. Seriously, why does this even work? <laughs> yeah, but they have no. normal naming conventions for their points, too. Like They're, some like weird asses. 2.6 out of 7.5. <laughs> Nine thumbs up? What the hell is that? <laughs> Everything's a rave. This person <laughs> says, maybe if you're 20 years old and high in your dorm room with your friends, the platitudes presented in Cloud Atlas might seem profound. Okay. Oh, I see how it is. Also, I forgot to explain the bit, which I think we should probably do. You just did that last time. Oh, doing it again. Doing it again. We're doing it again. <laughs> no, 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 no. Probably a U2 song, I think. Uh, um, yeah, so if you're listening to this and you're going, what the hell is this? 
Well, this is our podcast. It's a mess. It's angry. But if you're wondering specifically what this little segment is, uh, as we did mention, the little the little jingle mentioned earlier that uh, this is angry little jingle. Uh, mentioned this is called Angry Words from Angry Nerds, and what we do, no matter what uh, movie we're watching and whether or not we like it, we go scour hours on end. We scour hour. We scour for an hour at least. Uh, do a power scour, if you will. While eating bags and of And find the... <laughs> um, we scour the internet and we try and find the worst possible reviews, uh, preferably funny, and read them back to you for your amusement and ours. So yes. uh, that's what you just did. Ha-ha. And now I will go on to mine. <laughs> Uh, I have this one. It's a one out of ten, which is a normal number of things to rate something out oh, of. Oh, I'm surprised it wasn't and like it says... blue out of five squares. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm also shocked. It wasn't that. Uh, but this has a one out of ten. It says the title is "Bloated Inane Poop." It says, "Get a big bucket." Now throw in Tom Hanks, Halle Berry, Hugh Grant, and some other known flavors. Now fold in some shredded pages from an award-winning novel. Next, add generous amounts of fake rubber noses, bad costumes, and shallow characters. Add some preposterous future speaks and edit it to, to impl- edit it to imply meaning without actual relevance. Whisk in some wheat. We I almost said wheat, which <laughs> getting hungry. We want our flour. Uh, <laughs> we want some flour. Um, uh, whisk in some weak acting along with $100 million, half-bake, and serve in several different pans over three hours on a bed of contrived, pretentious, irrelevant, and inane poop. <laughs> I hope that those who are responsible for this wearyingly dull and tedious epic are never reincarnated and have no connection with any other movie I pay to see. I was really going hard with the baking analogies at first, and then they just got tired of it, I think, <laughs> and then we're just like, this movie sucks. <laughs> They're like, take in five ounces, so this movie was terrible. <laughs> Pre- preheat your oven to, I hated this. <laughs> preheat your oven to, <laughs> And put it on a sheet of, what? <laughs> yeah, that... A lot of people seem to dislike about this movie the uh, the future talk, as they said, and also the editing of the segments being put together. I like yeah. both of those things. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mind the future talk just because, I, I mean, I, language will change, yeah. obviously, and we don't talk like they did in the olden days either. But yeah, that's and also we say things like lit and bay. Yeah, and like heckin' doggos, boyo. Like a that's a heckin' <laughs> doggo like borkin'. You know though, there's old people watching. Like they're on a park bench somewhere, and there's some old people sitting on a bench, and they're watching like some teenagers now talk and just going, and they're having that same feeling you have when you're watching the end part of, <laughs> or it's not an end part because it's it's everywhere, but. <laughs> the future apocalyptic part they're having that same feeling of that you know just like what the hell the is old that man's like all right stay here margaret i'm gonna go get the gun time to put him down 
I think he's got the rabies. I don't know what a heckin' doggo is, but I'm not about to stick around and find out. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, old people. So my next review here is from Anvil Chorus on Amazon. Sounds like that would be really An loud. Anvil Chorus. Bing, bing, <laughs> What are you, Tony Stark? They Get out of here with that. Or the robot that is Tony Stark? They're the one that he has? Talk about cheese? I don't know. Yes. Cheese the robot. Oh, God, I love cheese. Oh, my God. Get out of here, George. <laughs> well. George Lucas, everybody. Yay, me. <laughs> and yay, money. cheese. More cheesy money. You ever just take a paper boat, fill it with money, and put nacho cheese on it? I call him Georgie's Nacho Surprise. <laughs> oh, don't you watch your boat? <laughs> oh, Georgie? Oh, Pennywise always sounds like he's fighting acid reflux. Oh, we can put some cheesy popcorn on it. There you go. Pop, 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 pop. Does anybody Dude, that hurt my neck? Dumps? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fighting acid reflux. This is. It's because all I eat is. And popcorn! Eat <laughs> <Hey>, children! <laughs> so, anyway, Anvil Chorus <laughs> gives it a one out of five stars. And their review Ooh. reads simply What a painful movie to watch. This <laughs> is the true, true. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. I love it. I like that they use the valley speak. <laughs> it's like, you know, they, they obviously like had watched the whole thing and knew enough about it. And then that's all that they were willing to muster. I just imagined that like the uh, credits rolled and they were like, huh? <laughs> I have uh, one here that is a one out of 10 also. Uh, whatever. Uh, it's, it's just titled two words. And then all, all caps. Fart sniffer. Okay. <laughs> and it goes, okay, I lied. I have to. What the hell does this say? <laughs> Fart sniffer. Okay, I, I couldn't read that. Jeez. It's like when you type the way you talk, but it doesn't make sense when you read it. But like once yes. you say it out loud, you're like, oh, that is how we talk. It says true, true. <laughs> um, no. I can't you say. <laughs> it says, okay, I lied. I have to have at least 10 lines. And he goes, my anger at having sat through this will keep me up all night. I would have turned it off right away, but I was thinking that my husband was liking it. I didn't want to say anything. So, after three mind-numbing hours of bad acting, <laughs> stale themes, and, well, fart sniffing. I don't know if I get that. Uh, I, <laughs> I literally I popped up and sniffed. exclaimed, Thank God that's over. This movie <laughs> will forever remain in my top three favorite movies to hate. I joined IMDb just to vent my frustration at having voluntarily <laughs> sat through this tripe. I feel I have violated myself. The only way this could have been much worse would as if someone had broken out in song, which almost happened, came close. Where? I don't know where they're talking about. But <laughs> I don't remember that either. I think it was in the future part. Um <laughs> You're eating clones. <laughs> was, say, was it old George saying it? <laughs> As he spin, She's spreading, spinning his cane around. 
top hat so a coming off his head. Cajun blues song. Uh, it's not over yet. He goes, no, wait. There was one story arc that had a few funny moments in an old-fashioned uh, slap sticky kind of way. That's got to be the tragedy of Mr. Cavendish. Yeah, probably. Uh, and I don't even like comedies, but I found the humor immensely relieving. It was the only break from the dark and dreary, pretentious, self-indulgent horribleness. <laughs> so there you go. Dang. Fart I don't sniffer. like that person. They say they start with fart sniffer and then go on to say, I don't like comedies. Who yeah, doesn't well, like comedies? You obviously like some form of comedy, because why would you start this review by saying in all caps, fart sniffer? That is hilarious. Haha. <laughs> that, yes. That, that is for to laugh. That is very hilarious. My sides are splitting if I had them. It is a treasure that I cannot possess. I, I laugh through my nose, but it just makes a loud wind through the hallway sound because I do not have nostrils. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Hey, he's in this. <laughs> hey, he is. Yeah, that's what I tell Shana the whole time. I go... You ever seen The Matrix? And she's like, way back. And I was like, well, that's Agent something from The Matrix. Smith. Smith. And that's I was the like, most uh. generic name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's Agent John something. Uh, I was like, well, how about Red Skull? You remember him? She's like, yeah. I'm like, well, that's Red Skull right there. She's like, he's ugly. Yeah. Yes, he is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Doesn't even have. Yeah, he's got his nose and everything. Nose and ears and everything. <laughs> You Hideous. wouldn't recognize him unless he was standing there screaming while holding the cube. That's <laughs> <laughs> what he's known for. Ten minutes straight. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, well, that's all the reviews I am willing to read. I am spent of reviews. Ooh, okay. Well, then let's keep this. Uh, Future floating truck on. Keep let's keep it moving. It's a let's boat, keep okay. F- floating on. Yeah. What is a truck if not a land boat? <laughs> uh, that brings us to our lightning round. So here's the theme for the lightning round. Shut a stupid mouth, cause we got some lightning round questions. No, seriously, shut up. It's important that we do this, cause we got questions. Coming out here. Um, so one of my notes I have that I said that the future speak reminded me of the way that Jar Jar talks in uh, The Phantom Menace. One of the reviews I read made uh, that same comparison. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> you should come with me, Okie Day. Um, that being said, speaking of Jar Jar, uh, if you could replace any character in Cloud Atlas with a Star Wars character, what would it be? Mm. I would replace old Georgie with an Ewok. Everybody's <laughs> <laughs> getting ready to He's stab like him. Like, oh, you could do good, you could do good. Yep, yep. Yup, 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 yup. He's like banging on a bunch of skulls. <laughs> you know, I I always picture in Jedi when they're playing the stormtrooper helmets like drums. I'm like, are there heads in there, or are they just helmets? You'd hope they're like just helmets because think... they'd have more resonance, right? If they're empty helmets. Yeah, but I so... like to think that the Ewoks are that like sadistic. How did they stay in there? 
that like at the end of the party they're cleaning stuff up and Han picks up a helmet and there's a head just laying there and he's like Jesus <laughs> and the Ewok comes out and goes <laughs> drags it off and takes it back let him have it let him have it I mean realistically they gotta come from somewhere I guess so. yeah they're hungry they gotta eat stuff besides biscuits that Leia carries around with her <laughs> you want this hard piece of shit you want this old rice cake I found on the ground where I crashed? <laughs> oh, look, everyone, I found Cody. Just kidding, it's just a pile of shit. <laughs> it's my favorite Brock stone. Uh, <laughs> so, I've got a would you rather here. Oh, boy. Would you rather have Tom Hanks's teeth from the Mariner story <laughs> or Tom Hanks's eye from the final scene <laughs> of the wraparound story? Oh, my goodness. <sighs> wow that's <laughs> shockingly tough just the way he talks with the teeth do you know how much these are worth what your teeth <laughs> it's, he's literally sell those in the teeth. ivory trade good lord <laughs> you should make 12 pianos uh, we don't really see what the scar looks like when he's younger other than right after, like, when he gets it right away, but... Yeah. Maybe, you know, chicks dig a big scar, I guess. That's what That's... got Halle Berry attracted to him. <laughs> She's like, oh my god, oh, hey. <laughs> well, when you put it like that. <laughs> that matches the donut markings on my face. <laughs> <laughs> that was unsettling. Yeah. It was like this thing from your head, and it's going under your skin. I'm like, what the hell is that? It's just some jewelry. I don't like, I don't like it. I don't... We run into our brains. <laughs> Everyone loves under skin jewelry. <laughs> A necklace you never have to take off. <laughs> You're going to go with the old scar eye? I guess. <laughs> it's a terrible choice either way. <laughs> I don't know. There's no winning here. You've put me in a terrible scenario. Why would you a, do that? A mouthful of pine cones or a <laughs> dead eye? <laughs> Causing me unneeded stress having to think about this. Uh, uh, yeah, that's, yeah, yep, sure. That's, yep. Um, all right, now I have a question for you. Yeah. You being Robbie. Yeah. Um, which two Tom Hanks characters would you put in a fight against each other, and who would win? <laughs> Tom Hanks characters which, in this movie or any? Any Tom Hanks movie. We're See, we're coming across that glorious time of year. Not quite yet, but uh, next month. Uh, the month of Thanksgiving, so ah. we need to start prepping ourselves. <laughs> well. Considering what we're thankful for. And I'm 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 assuming they're also in like Clint Howard's robot ring of death. <laughs> I'm gonna flip your switch. <laughs> oh man, I would like to see I don't know his name, but the coach from a league of their own take <laughs> okay. on the big old tooth doctor from Cloud Atlas. Just because those chompers you to bring a bat. I was gonna say I'd like to see those chompers take a baseball swing right to the face. <laughs> He'd catch the bat in his mouth. You realize that? <laughs> Just <laughs> Just wood chips fly everywhere. There's no biting in baseball! 
<laughs> oh, here we go. Woody. Woody against oh the big tooth man. Oh, my God. Flopping around. It'd be hard to catch him, yeah, because yeah. I'm assuming, like, you're going accurately sized Woody, oh, yeah. not giant Woody, which that would almost be more terrifying, actually, like, life-sized <laughs> Woody. Size. You just bitch slap you with his big plastic hands. <laughs> knock you out. <laughs> then he'd have his big plastic boot on your throat. <laughs> and there's just like Andy imprinted on his neck. There's a in reverse. Sn- there's a dead guy under my boot. <laughs> <laughs> he'd like he'd pull his own cord out and like wrap it around his neck. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I'm going to poison your water hole. <laughs> so play nice. <laughs> His just eyes are unblinking as he stands up. He's just choking him out with that little smile. I'll say his mouth doesn't even move while he speaks. He just leans in real close. This, the smile just gets ever so slightly bigger. <laughs> you can see the reflection of the guy in Woody's unblinking eyes. <laughs> The next scene, Woody's sitting there and he's wearing the, instead of his cow vest, he's wearing that guy's uh, skin. That guy. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think that I have to switch out. I would like a giant life-size Woody doll against the big tooth doctor in this. <laughs> oh, man. God, that's better than anything I ever thought of. <laughs> it's the eyes. It's the eyes and the smile. It really so is. Scary. And he just wham. <laughs> he can really get that hand swinging. There's, no, there's no, there's no like frame in his arm. It's just cloth. So just get straight that. inertia. Wham. <laughs> uh, all right. So my who? My need? next question for you: What society is more horrifying? The cannibal tribe world in Cloud Atlas, mm-hmm. or Zardoz. Um, now you may be thinking, "Wow, those cannibal people in uh, Cloud Atlas are really scary." And you're right, they are. But it's not even a contest. It's Zardoz. <laughs> it's not even close. Zardoz is like one of those weird nightmares I'd have. It makes just like a little bit of sense, but not a lot. And you're like, what the hell? And it's just nothing makes sense. And it's just unsettling. And it's scary <laughs> because it's unsettling. Yeah. Whereas, you know, the Cloud Atlas world is more straightforward. It's like the film version of looking Woody directly in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who do you think you'd win in a fight? Uh, Hugh Grant's cannibal guy. Or Sean Connery's uh, Zed. Ooh. Well. I guess it's, it, Sean Connery does have an edge because he's got a gun. He's got a gun, yeah. But I guess Hugh Grant's, they had crossbows. And Sean Connery's Zed is pretty stupid. Stupid. He shot himself <laughs> via a mirror. <laughs> Couldn't understand what a mirror was. I do like... Uh, the idea of the cannibal showing up and um, Zed just go, points at himself and goes, food, meat. And the cannibal's like, <laughs> no. yep, shoots him with a crossbow, dead. I uh, can't argue with that. I mean, any scenario in which I can make... I can't argue with that, says Hugh Grant. In his American accent. 
Hello, fellow Americans. How are you doing today? I sure like eating hot dogs and hamburgers and other American things. And I mean people. <laughs> I think any scenario in which I can make Sean Connery's Zed die, I'm going to go with that one. So I, I think the cannibals would win. I mean, you probably like the end of Zardas then when you watch him slowly age until he turns into a skeleton. Yeah, it's not fast enough. And the fact that I had to watch Zardas' <laughs> <is> torture. <laughs> you had to go through an entire... <laughs> That's eternity first to watch that i was like what two hours and 14 weeks 41 minutes or whatever <laughs> yeah geez to our listeners if you did not have the opportunity to watch zardoz when we did uh don't, don't do it don't do it but also do do, do or it. do it yeah uh take a friend with you yeah don't, don't go into this uh, alone. You have to institute the buddy system when dealing with Zardoz. It's like swimming in the ocean with yeah. sharks. Get some... Which I guess the buddy system doesn't work there, you, though. You don't have to be faster than the sharks. You They're just, just like, oh, more food! <laughs> Get you a nice taut rope, sit down on the couch, and endure the pain that was Zardoz. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah. I kind of want to write every single one of the people who... We uh, mentioned in Angry Words from Angry Nerds. They're like, oh, you didn't like this movie? Well, then, get a load of this! <laughs> Wait, get a load of me, says Zardoz. <laughs> Cloud Atlas is good. Zardoz is bad. Cla- but comparison. Cloud Atlas is the gun version of movies, and Zardoz is the penis. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Cloud Atlas equals gun. Zardoz equals penis. Speaking of Zardoz, my final question for you is Many people say that Cloud Atlas is difficult to understand Oh But really, what the hell was Zardoz? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, shit (laughs) I feel like Uh, Zardoz is like Like, I feel like the director was thinking it was something like Cloud Atlas Yeah and then he got Zardoz. That's it. Like, either he just didn't have the, like a good enough vision and like just direction and the money, and he got Zardoz instead of Cloud Atlas. <laughs> See, and I'm not saying that they're like it's perfect in its telling of the story, but yes, I think that's what that's what he was going for. I, I like to imagine that when he finished directing it, and he's like, "And that's a wrap. Great job, guys." They sent it to the editor. And it got back, and he's like, no, 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 I want to watch it on opening night with all the critics. And as soon as the credit rolls, the director's sitting there and just goes, shit! <laughs> <laughs> it's the only thing you can hear. <laughs> Everyone's like, hmm, yeah. I mean, I mean, pretty much, yeah. I'd have to agree. You hit the nail on the head. <laughs> um. Uh, okay, so now I have a question for you, but oh, no, hold on. <gasps> what? It's not a lightning round question. What? It's a different type of question. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh, we're done. Sorry. (laughs) Okay, so my question is and as follows Out of a possible five big old Georgie hats, (laughs) what are you going to give Cloud Atlas, the Atlas of our minds andor the clouds? Cloud Atlas, the clouds of our clouds. Got it. Uh. The, the faults in our stars. <laughs> Cloud Atlas, the fault in our stars. <laughs> well, it was fun. 
I, I overall enjoyed it. it. It was very odd, but I like that. I like that in a sci-fi movie. That's where we can get away mm-hmm. with some really strange stuff. I don't. So you're saying you like strange sci-fi movies? Yeah. In fact, there's this movie I saw not long ago, <laughs> except you couldn't really call it a movie. Uh, I'd call it. What's the term? That's the one distinction. Pile of shit. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what I said. Yeah. And that's uh, Zardoz. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but seriously, what was it? <laughs> you just said. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this, I, I don't really have anything else to say about Cloud Atlas. I enjoyed it. I think this movie would have benefited greatly by, instead of being a movie, being a series. Um, Mm -hmm. I could see the, the creators of Black Mirror turning this into a, into a limited run series. We could get our stories told in different manners. Uh, would you, would you still intercut between the different, like, timelines in each episode or are you doing an episode for each like different timeline you think i would i think that the timeline would last more than just one episode but whether or not we would jump around jump 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 around jump around jump up and get Um, down jump (laughs) jump 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 around those 90s like sound effects in every hip-hop You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, It's in that song. Murderous. (laughs) Anyway. uh, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I don't don't know anything anymore. It's a Michael McDonald. (laughs) Jump up, jump up, I can't do it. I can't do it. Because I'm so way back in a long ago. What a weird guy. Strange fellow. Uh, <laughs> awfully white hair. Uh, but man, does he make a good hamburger? Michael McDonald's <laughs> hamburgers. <laughs> I'm loving it. <laughs> Have it your way. Subway That's... fresh. <laughs> Wait, did I? Is that the wrong slogan? Have it your way. Or is that Burger King? I don't know. Have it your way. I think that's Burger King. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Have some meat. Uh, <laughs> Michael McDonald's. That's the name of the restaurant. Have some meat is their slogan. <laughs> it's just throwing it's just... handfuls of ground beef at people. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, <laughs> Where did he come from? He just came from somewhere back, back in long ago. And then said it further, further. I don't know where, where I think like you got hit in the head with too many wadfuls of ground beef. Just chucked at you. Ground chucked at you by by Michael McDonald. (laughs) Michael McDonald. Um, I would... What were you saying? (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know. I'm not sure whether or not if... Because I've even considered like an American Horror Story kind of set up with each season being Oh, right. Yeah, the series. Yeah. And then... But I... Yeah. I think that they would really have to beef up the stories, though. Beef them up with some Michael McDonald burgers. Because uh, <laughs> some of those wouldn't yeah. be able to stand of strong as their own story. I think that the ship story couldn't be an entire season. Uh, I don't th- I don't think no. the composer story could be an entire season. I think New Soul could. I think 
the future story yeah. wraparound one could be its own season. Mm, definitely the Mr. Cavendish story could be its own season, but they kind of rely on each other to be a good story because it's like, ooh, how have these characters changed? Yeah. I think they still... Part of me thinks they would still intercut them. A lot of people didn't like how they did that, but I, I, I kind of yeah. like... I think the way that they cut at times emphasizes some I of the similarities. Or... You had scenes from like the detective story, you know, Shaft, but you've got the voiceover of of the Valley people speaking. I like that. It it created yeah. a collage instead of cold hard lines between everything. Yeah, like Tom Hanks's Valley guy mentioned. Hey, what's up? Uh, Suck, dude. <laughs> not that kind of Valley guy, but watch out for old Georgie, man. <laughs> No. He could really... Oh, watch out for old Georgie. Oh. <laughs> Turned into Nicholas Cage. Uh, <laughs> oh, we're going to steal the Declaration of Independence and I'm going to get away on a surfboard. Because oh. what is a surfboard anyway if not a boat? Oh. If not a boat. <laughs> oh, now watch me hang tan. Oh. Uh, no, Tom Hanks' is Valley Guy says something like to Halle Berry, like, if you want me to lead you to the doors of like death or hell or something mm. like that. And then it immediately cuts to Jim Broadbent's character walking up to the old folks home, yes. thinking that it's like a hotel. So it's like this kind of nice little parallel. Mm-hmm. albeit much less serious, I suppose, yeah. and more Britishy. And but um, we also got earlier on too. Jim Broadbent says something about, he's like, as an editor, I've never been a fan of these abrupt flashbacks and flash forwards. And it's like, that is literally what this movie is. Well, then you won't like this movie. <laughs> That's why he wants a different one where he's Laurence Olivier. Um, yeah, Laurence Olivier! So, yeah, considering yeah. all of those things, I think I've got to give Cloud Atlas three big old old George hats out of five. About Georgie. <laughs> yeah, okay. I could see that. Yeah, so... Good job. Now I ask you the true, true. Oh boy. You say you word, oh, you speak. No. Give movie rate out of five uh-huh. sets of gigantic Tom Hanks teeth. What <laughs> would you give Cloud Atlas? That's a lot of teeth. <laughs> that's a that's a good pondering a question you pose here. Yeah, posing me a question to do. I cog me think. So I answer in the true, true. <laughs> um, I think. I thought that the world building and the costumes of this, for the most part, were pretty astonishing. I love this, the, like the sets of Neo Soul, the weird Georgie future timeline. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a version of a apocalyptic future. I feel like I haven't seen. I love like the like face tattoos yeah. and this kind of like knitted uh, clothing that they like have. A tribal. It's all colorful. Yeah, and then the future cannibals are terrifying. Yeah. I never thought I'd be scared of Hugh Grant, but. Uh, as is my uh, trend in this podcast, I peed a little. <laughs> I peed a little, the movie. <laughs> There's pee everywhere after I watch this movie. Oh, the meat hooks. Um, oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I think every era looks... I'm no historian. I know a lot of people I mistake am. me as one. No, you, but you're a judge toad. <laughs> that's right, I'm a judge toad. And to that I say ribbit. Um, <laughs> but I think... Meow. Every era seems to look <laughs> uh, fantastic, you know. I think they look pretty authentic yeah. for the most part. I think for your average moviegoer, like they look good. It's 
I don't know if it's the fact that you've got like six different storylines interweaving with each other throughout the entire movie, but I feel like the the history in this is really rich. It feels like there's backstory to a lot of things and that makes me like want more and to like figure out like what what is going on in this yeah. universe, this world that they've set up, you know, like how did humanity fall and what happened and what's going on in Neo Soul and not so much the current timeline, because that timeline sucks. But <laughs> <laughs> who cares about modern Earth? Boring. They were boring. 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 They're off the project. They were boring. <laughs> <laughs> um, and as, as someone who loves Easter eggs, uh, both physical coloring them and in the movies, um, this was a treat, I think, to see all the little details and how they connect, where it's like, oh, hey, look, there's that one thing from this timeline, and oh, hey, there's that guy from over here, and there's like... There's Tom Hanks. That, there's Tom Hanks. He's in that movie. He was an egg. That I'm watching. <laughs> He's a guy. A human, if you will. <laughs> um, yeah, I love it. You know, you got like the, the journal that the guy's reading of the the doctor, and it's, and it's under, it's like half of it's underneath the leg of the bed to prop it up. Oh, and, yeah. The uh, Cloud Atlas, like, sextet is played a lot throughout the movie in the background and different places. And fun times. It's I, I, I'm sure I haven't even touched on all of the Easter eggs that are in there. But it's, it's uh, let me tell you what, you're going to need a big basket for all of them. Because there's a lot. That bunny, he's been pushing hard. There's a lot of Easter eggs. <laughs> there's an absorbent amount of Easter eggs. They're everywhere. Oh my god, what are we going to do with all these eggs? Well, I don't know, let's hide them. <laughs> <laughs> let's hide them. Put them around the yard, I guess. <laughs> I don't know, let's make the kids fight him. I said we make him out of chocolate. Kids eat him anyway, why fight him? It's <laughs> a deep cut uh, Simpsons yeah. reference. Um, yeah, the music's good. Some of it gets a little overlooked. I thought the conclusion to the Jim Broadbent's 2012 character was a little overlooked. Maybe I just missed it. It wasn't paying attention as much at that point, but... He's he's on the typewriter and he's like, you know, hey, this is my story, whatever. Wallace and Gromit. Um, <laughs> a great big bushy I, beard. Like, <laughs> but after like the movie was over, and I was like, wait, what happened to them? Like, did they get out or yeah. what? Or and then I remembered that, but um, but it's pretty damn long. It's two hours and fifty one minutes. I mean, and I get that it has to tell six stories, but you feel it. Yeah. It uh, oof. Felt like I was reading an atlas. clouds yeah i don't know it doesn't really have like a super clear main message i think at least not that i can tell Mm. but i like that it's this interwoven story of people affecting people and like overcoming at least for the most part not all the characters i realize do um but it's it's kind of like this it is kind of like a constant motion of they're getting somewhere and that's I think where we end up at the last timeline of Tom Hanks and his weird Scarface of like becoming a better civilization. And they've essentially hit the reset button. Yeah. Um, I like when uh, the Scarface Tom Hanks goes, Wah! that's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is my favorite too. Um, that's how it ends. Actually. It just cuts the black freeze frame. <laughs> so I will give this, movie called cloud atlas a three and a half enormous i don't know exactly what you said enormous tom hanks teeth right out of five um 
again, I, I don't think this is a perfect movie at all, but I, I did really enjoy it. Mm. I didn't enjoy it the first time as much, but I did enjoy it the second time, maybe because I knew kind of what to expect. Yeah. And I could kind of just soak it in and, again, like, find all these Easter eggs and see how each thing affects each other. So, you know, I, I think that's uh, what I'm going for. Um, it's well made, I think. It's better than Zardoz. Nothing's so better I gotta than give Zardoz, that something. Except for pieces of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose, like, the actual question at heart here, though, is, like, is this a good story or is it a good movie? Because I think those are two different things. Sections of it are I, good stories. Mm. Overall, it's not necessarily a good story. Again, this, I could say the exact same thing about whether it's a good movie. Parts of it are a good movie, but overall, is mm. it a good movie? Not necessarily. It's fun. It's weird and fun in yeah. a good way. That's what I would say. Yeah, I mean, I've seen plenty worse. <coughs> oh, um. <laughs> I think it's got decent rewatch value, which... If a movie's got that, I think that holds high marks from me, oh, if that Mark. means anything. Oh, hi, Marks. So, there. Well, does, uh, does that about wrap up this timeline, you think? It does. Oh, boy. Time for me to die and come back as the person to end this podcast. But yes, that's been, uh, the, it's been this podcast. Huh? What do you think about that, huh? Mm. Good times. Um... Yeah, thanks for listening. Be sure to give us a like or give us a follow. Whatever that looks like. You know, hey, social media. Am I right? Uh, <laughs> check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. Which, did you know what Anchor is? An Anchor is a thing on a boat. So look oh, at that. The more you know, the more you boat. Uh, I was going to do this in Valley Talk, but I'm a, la- I'm a lazy man. <laughs> <laughs> So if you want to email us, you can at twoidiotspod at gmail.com. You can, you know what, you get a bonus Righteous. shout out if you use Valley Talk. Uh, yeah. Whether that's Valley Girl Talk. How, or how are they going to do that? It's Tom Hanks Valley Talk. I don't mean your spelling. I want to be able to hear your words in an email format. How are we going to do that? Wow. I don't know. I mean, I guess if she could email uh, MP3. Hey, you can do that if you want to. And I'll MP see it, MP delete it. So, <laughs> so yeah, send us send us your correspondence via that email again. Twoidiotspod at gmail.com. Oh. We we thank you, you idiots, all of you out there, you dum dums, idiots. What? What? Stupid people. <sighs> okay, <laughs> easy on them. There's very few people listening to this point. So don't, you know, the ones that are sticking around at this part. I'm only calling them dum-dums and idiots if they liked Zardoz. <laughs> well, then you're that talking will... to no one. <laughs> that movie will never escape our rats. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening, and we will see you all next week. Goodbye. Don't take things so seriously. We're just a couple dumb dumbs talking movies yeah we're just two idiots we're just two idiots